Hey guys, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today's episode is actually a special one. You guys are going to be watching this if I don't make any mistakes in the 10th of February, which is on a Thursday, but this all has a purpose. On 12th, that is on Friday, the last movie of the Dwaldo Boys I've Loved Before franchise is actually coming. And I honestly couldn't like live this without any reflection on the first two movies. So if you guys are fans of Twelve the Boys I've Loved Before and Twelve the Boys PS I Still Love You, let's just you go follow here the podcast. We'll have a special episode coming up in the 12th of me reviewing the episode, the episode no but the movie. And if you guys want to interact more with me and follow me, you can follow me at my podcast account on instagram that is at the at the dot Burnett nugget or you can also follow me on my main instagram account where i actually share a little bit of my life so go there and follow me uh, the name is in the description of the podcast so let's just start so let's start with the first movie just fyi for ones who don't know the three movies are based on a three books franchise on a three book series where uh, they were written by Jenny Han. And I just have to say, if you're looking for some team romance drama, kind of sort of way, but comedy, if you like to read, that's really a great choice. And I actually read them, the three of them, in a space of like a week, a week and a half because they are so catchy. And while I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually pondering, rereading the last book in order to get ready for the third movie. I decided to... Firstly, give you my opinion on the first movie and the second one, but also give you some differences that we could spot in between the movies and the book and actually tell you what I'm expecting for this first book, for this first movie based on the book and on the trailer. So no spoilers because I don't know what's going on. So first things first, the first movie, it came out in the summer of 2018. I remember watching the movie three times when it came off because I had the just the biggest crush on Noah Centineo. I used to watch him on The Fosters and the crush just got bigger and bigger with the time and even nowadays he's so cute. He, he, I feel like it's not just hot, it's cute too. So starting off this movie for those who don't know tells us the story of Laura Jean which is a teenage girl. She never had a boyfriend, she never was in a relationship, she never, she's me but now she has a boyfriend and I don't. Um, and actually she when she feels really strong emotions and when she ends feeling them. So when she stops feeling them, she writes love letters to the people that she loved. So to all the boys I've loved before. So in this list, we have John Ambrose. Keep that name. We have Peter Kavinsky. We have Kevin from camp and we have Lucas. Lucas turned out to be gay and Kevin doesn't get the letter. Noah Centineo plays... Oh, and Josh. Noah Centineo plays Peter Kavinsky and... He, um, the, the love letters are mailed out. So he gets the letter and her sisters, she has two sisters, Margot and, um, and Kitty. And Kitty is actually the one that ships the letters. And Margot uh, is, was dating this guy, Josh. And Josh was one of the guys that received the letters. So there's a little bit of awkwardness. And after that, Peter and Lara Jean just start fake dating. And the movie, the first movie is all about that and all, all about that fake relationship that ends up getting real feelings. And yeah, like you guys have to watch the movie if you haven't, which I think it's pretty impossible. 
But there are, of course, some differences in between the book and the movie, and I decided to select some of them to tell you, and also how did they influence my perspective over the movie. So the reason why the love letters are mailed is actually different in between the movie and the book. In the book, Kitty, that is Larjean's sister, she sends out the letters because Larjean made fun of her, of because she had a crush on Josh, that is Margot's boyfriend, and Kitty, in an act of revenge and to embarrass Laura Jean, she mails out the love letters. In, in the movie, actually, Kitty sends out the love letters because she feels sorry for her sister not having a boyfriend. So she just does what she thinks is correct. That is, yeah, basically, sent love letters and hope there is no tea spilling, which was. The way that Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky meet in the movie the first time, uh, is also different because in the movie Laura Jean is going to crush Peter Kavinsky crash she's going to beat him with a car and <laughs> in the book Laura Jean has a car accident and Peter helps her get out of the car and helps her so the way they they meet is different in the books I think I think that Laura Jean's like support system is also different so in the books she always goes to her sisters for advice and then the movies you guys if you've seen the movies she has chris and lucas to help her out help our girl out and in the books i think that they never have like a really deep conversation like they have in the movie when they are in the kitchen so that's also a big difference i feel like in the movie they explored more the relationship and they kind of make it more real and more deep in order for making us that are watching the movie feel more connected and shipping them harder. In the book, I remember I shipped them and I wanted them together, but I think in the movie I wanted that more. And I feel like the 10... No, one of the other things that happened in the movie that didn't happen... No, happened in the film it happened in the book but it didn't happen in the movie was a halloween scene where did you um Laura Jean dresses up as a Cho Chang from Harry Potter and Peter Kravinsky dresses up as Spider-Man and um it's it's so cute because um w there's a part where Peter Kravinsky chases Laura Jean down the hallway like at the party they are and um he, he throws like spider webs at her and she pretend, you know, like it's so cute. So in that moment, I feel like they also, you know, they did something really cute. And in the movie, I feel like another thing that happens that is a main like difference in between the movie and the book is that Largin and Peter fight over Jen. So for, for, for I don't say if you say Jen or Gwen, I really know. I don't know if you... I'm trying... To, I think like in the movie they say Jen or Gwen. I don't know. Because she's Gwenavin. Okay, this is not even a point. But for those who don't know, there is this major in the movie breakup scene. Major, like... It's it's impactful, guys. Where basically Peter Kavinsky... Peter Kavinsky <laughs> this seems so, like... Psh, but Peter and Lara Jean break up because after the hot tub scene, uh, Peter went to 
Gwen's bedroom, let's call her Gwen, to break up with her, but Lara Jean, uh, Gwen puts, like, little monkeys inside Lara Jean head, and, you know, she, she thinks that they, they, they did it that night, Gwen and Peter, and they break up because of that, and the scrunchie scene, since Twaldo was actually, I have to say, I have always been wearing a scrunchie, that influenced my scrunchie perspective by a lot. And actually, in the book, they break up, going back to, to the point, they break up because there is this rumors about Laura Jean and Peter doing the nasty on the hot tub, and they break up because Laura Jean gets really mad that Peter doesn't defend her right away of those, of those, those allegations that aren't true. So that's the moment why they break up. And... The end, actually, I actually have to say, the end of the first book is it's quite different, and the in the book they don't feel they don't feel they don't end up together. She she writes her she writes him a love letter expressing all the books all the books all the feelings, and in the movie they end up together. So that's like the main differences between the book and the movie, and I think I talked a lot about it. But now going to what do you guys want the review? I love the first movie. In between the first and the second one is my favorite for sure. I feel the first movie is that rom-com and it, it's so cute and it's their relationship is so cute. If you guys see interviews of Lana Condor and Noah Centineo, oh Centineo, I don't care, that hot piece. Ooh, there was this, this gif or gif of him in the hot tub that was just like, uh, for over a time it was my, my pen, my fixated tweet honest on twitter because i just love that and i feel that this movie is so good like legit so freaking good because it's a little story and oh just just like fyi the sound the soundtrack of this movie let me just let me just tell you it's amazing so for this movie i would give it a solid eight out of ten and that only happens because I read the book. Because I think I, if I didn't read the book and I didn't know of that cute Halloween scene and some of the other changes, I think I would way like give it a 10. Like for sure. Then we have the second movie that came out in 2019, 2020, 2020. In the 12th of February, I totally remember a Wednesday. I watched it like first thing in the morning. And... This movie, there was something about it that just didn't feel right about it. I don't know. Nowadays, when I watch the movie again, I, I like it. But I feel like the first one is way superior to the second one. Watching a, a movie and you read the book, your full perspective changes. And if if it's a sequel, it, it changes even more. So for those who know what happens in the second movie, we have a new character, John McLaren's, no, John Ambrose McLaren's. And for those who know, he was one of the, the lucky guys that got the lucky love letters. And he actually writes back to Laura Jean. Uh, there, that is an extra scene of the first movie. And one of the things is, um, you know, they, they changed the actor. So that's, that's just... That's just... Yep. That's just, like, weird. It was really weird. But he's portrayed by Jordan Fisher, which I think it's a major, like, woohoo! And, um, yeah, <laughs> so the plot is basically he gets into their lives, Lauren and Peter relationship, they are learning how to be in a relationship and they are learning on, on everything that you need to know about dating 
And from that, I feel like I never have been in a relationship, so I don't know. But it must be really hard at the beginning of a relationship, especially if you start fake dating and then you go real dating. That's a major cliff changer. And then, of course, like, they break up. I feel like in every rom-com, people break up and then they come back together. It wouldn't be a rom-com if it wasn't for that. It wouldn't be a, a, rom a romance if that didn't happen. So they break up and they come back and everything. So um, there is a really cute scene, a couple of cute scenes. Oh, I forgot to say what was my first favorite, my favorite scene of the first movie. I would say my favorite scene of the first movie is when... They are doing the contract. I really like... No, my favorite is when they are watching a movie in the couch with Kitty and Laura Jean and, and Peter. And that's just the cutest scene ever. And the second one is actually one of the first and last scenes because of the parallels. So in the one of the first scenes, they go on a date, on a date and they go to this field where they let this, those lanterns go up in the sky. And it's really cute, that scene. And they say, I promise not to break your heart. And after that, Peter says, I promise not to break your heart. Or it's in the other order. Who cares? And at the end, they, like I say, they, they have problems in their relationship. If you're listening to this podcast episode, I hope you have watched the movie because I'm dropping major spoilers here. And so they break up and they come back together. And Peter says, break my heart into a million of pieces if you want to. And I feel like one of the messages in this movie, one of the main ones is that you learn from breaking hearts and not from keeping them safe. So you need to have some turbulence in order to learn what's really, you know, important. And yes, I, I actually didn't enjoy the sequel that much. I feel one of the competitors was actually the fact that the Kissing Booth sequel would come to, and I was with low expectations for that one. And for this one, I had high ones. So it actually went in the other way. I had high ones for To All The Boys and they... And then I had low ones for the kissing booth because the first movie isn't get that great. And like my my expectations like bing, 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 like in the sense of they were just ran over with a truck, guys. Ran over with a truck. So let's talk about major differences between the book and the movie. So like I say, the first book ends up with a love letter from Peter. No, from Laura, Jean to Peter. And... So they don't start the, the second book dating. So there is a path for them, you know, going and everything. But, you know, everything is just... They are still in a, in a limo, like a limbo, when the, the second move, book starts. Because, as I said, Laura Jean wrote all her feelings. And she knows what she wants to do, but... She doesn't know if Peter wants to be together with her. So there is a major difference on the beginning. And then we actually spot another difference that is also in the beginning for the ones who didn't saw the movie, for the ones who saw it, there is this Korean party that they go for New Year's. And in the movie, Margot is there. In the movie, no. In the book, Margot is there. And for the ones who do not know, in the book, Margot doesn't go to that event. And it's actually there. I think we can find one of the best, like, moments in the book that in the movie that is actually when like kitty does as a little you know um catching up like what did you guys miss if you didn't watch the first movie and i feel like that's one of the cutest moments her explaining like to their cousin that like she just has a an arrogant bit yeah face 
uh, I feel it's really cool. I actually do, do love that <laughs> that part where she explains like the full story. I think that's that's it. Oh, okay. Another difference that I actually I think I'm gonna be this one's going to be the last one to refer because we're almost getting to 20 minutes, so I don't want to like go too far. But one of the other differences that you can find is that Stormy, that is um, that is basically Laura Jean's friends, uh, uh, Laura Jean's friends in the book. She is wait, John Ambrose's great grandmother. So that's like a major difference. I feel like that makes such a difference in the book. So yeah, I, I'm thinking about Gwen and and uh, and Lara Jean because in the in the movie, um, they like get along again, but I think in the book they don't. They they don't make her in the book like you know friends again like they did in the movie. So that's that's really that's really interesting. And the whole, you know, scene of the aquarium where Peter Kavinsky got his necklace back, it's actually not existent in the books. And when I actually saw the movie and I saw that scene, I cried. I teared up because I didn't remember it. And I, I like they did in the movie. So that's that's really that's really interesting. And now let's go to the review of the second movie. Like I said many many times, I didn't in, in, enjoy this 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 sequel as much as I enjoyed the original movie, and I feel like a lot of the things like I, I don't know there there are some kind of things that in this movie didn't fit, and actually I don't know to tell you what I just got that feeling. But not as if when I watched the movie, when I rewatched it, I actually enjoyed it a lot. But I would give the sequel six and a half out of ten. Because they have so much good, like, I feel like the first book, the first book, nothing. The first movie was just, I feel like also had the fact that this book, this this, book, this movie now gets us back to the real, you know, like, to the real deal that is a real relationship. And kind of like it doesn't bring at any spice, like the spice is John Ambrose. And John Ambrose, even though Jordan Fisher is really cute and everything... We needed something. We needed something else. So, yeah. And now, talking a little bit about the third movie. First thing first, I'm really excited to see it. I am with really high hopes for the third one. I heard a little bit of the strong track because I think it got leaked. I don't know. If, I don't know. Let me search on Spotify. Because I think there is an original song um, on this... On this on this movie yeah there is no okay there isn't i don't know oh there is still only an album about twelve voice oh okay i think okay i i i am really well i'm i'm lost but supposedly there is actually a really good soundtrack in this movie too which i think i enjoyed the soundtrack of the second movie quite a lot too so one of the strong points of this Movies until now has been the soundtrack, which I usually don't play a lot of like attention. And from this movie, from these two movies, I just started paying a lot of attention. And actually, I follow a playlist that has the soundtrack of the movies. But what I'm expecting for the third one, based on the book, I saw some scenes there, 
But for example, in the if you guys watch the trailer, the trailer is actually really cute and really informative. One of the things I noticed the difference is the Korea trip. If I'm not mistaken, which I think I am not, in the book we don't get the Korea trip, or if we get it, we get it at the end of the book, not at the beginning, like we'll like we'll will get in the movie. So that's a difference. And then the promposal, it's a lot different in the movie. In the book, it's so amazing. And okay, I'm gonna tell you, it's in the top of the Empire State Building. So imagine like the the feeling. And there are some major, there are some differences. Uh, in the book, for example, John Ambrose doesn't show, and I'm hopeful that he will be in the movie. I love Jordan Fisher, and I think he would be like a nice adding element to the book, to the book, nothing to the movie, to the third one. And also, what am I expecting more? The New York trip sounds really cool, but for ones who read the book, they know that there is this beach trip, like their senior trip, and that trip brings so much tea up. That is just like Jenny Han knew how to write it. So I, I hope that they make it into the movie. I hope that they are giving us some suspense because for me, it's one of my favorite like segments of the story. It's that beach house old thing. And regarding everything, I am actually hoping that this movie brings back the emotions I felt in the first one. Being this sad, I'm hoping to, you know, fall in love, cry, do everything in this movie. And I hope actually it's a little bit longer. I think the sequel the, to all the boys, Yes, I Still Love You, was a little bit shorter than the first one. And I hope like this third one has enough time for them to solve our questions. I love the fact that they included the wedding scene in the movie. I was actually not like, I was hoping that they would, but at the same time, I, would, I didn't know what to feel. And we noticed at the trailer that actually Peter gets a lot of insecurities regarding their relationship because um, there is this whole, you know, college situation and they might not go to the same college. And Peter, you know, he shows a really defensive pers perspective, like, you know what distance would make to us. So I feel like they both actually become really conscious in between this movie of what can be the future of their relationship if distance comes, if distance comes. So I'm really excited to see how will they do that. Okay, this episode is long enough. It's been 22 minutes and I think I have so much more to say. To All The Boys was definitely one of my favorite rom-coms that ever came out on Netflix. And I'm really excited to see how will they wrap it cinem cinematographically the story. Uh, because the way that they did the wrapping in the book, I actually do like it. It leaves a little bit on uncertainty. But I actually do have a thing. I feel like in the book, in the book, nothing. In the movie, they will wrap the story. They will give us a proper ending. Like nothing, nothing loose ties. I don't know if I will like it or not. But yeah, this will be our podcast episode for today. And don't forget to come here on Friday. The episode will might be available, I think, like around midday or something like that so don't forget to tune in and don't forget to treat people with kindness and if you haven't seen the movies and if you want to watch them before the movie comes out please do it i am really excited i feel like this will be the salvation of 2021 because it's already started and it's already been crap so yeah treat people with kindness have fun and yeah bye